Hey there, birth nerd. You're listening to the Birth Worker Podcast. My name is Kylie Banks, and I am totally obsessed with birth and equally obsessed with business. And this is the show where I help women turn their passion for birth into a sustainable, profitable, and most importantly, impactful career. All right, let's get into it. You're listening to the Birth Worker Podcast. This is episode 124. And today, and actually for the next couple of episodes, we're going to be talking about fear and failure and how to keep going when you are not sure if you really believe in yourself anymore. And the reason that we're talking about this is because it's a topic that comes up all of the time, not only in my own life, but in my communities and with my students and when I'm talking to other like super established birth workers too. So I just wanted to do a couple episodes on it. And I'm just going to start with the first question that I picked for today's episode. If you are new here, we do episodes every Wednesday and Friday. On Wednesday, I interview other experts in the birth community, either birth or business. And then on Fridays, I answer your questions that you can actually submit to the podcast. So if you're listening and you're like, oh, wow, I should submit my question. I have a question for Kylie. Or even if you have a follow-up question for me, just go to birthworker.com slash ask and you can submit your question. That link is also in the show notes. So if you're ever wondering where to find that link, pop into the show notes and ask a question. And what I would actually love for you guys to do is every time you listen to one of these Friday episodes, just as soon as you're done, go click that button and ask a follow-up question. We actually have a follow-up question from last week today on this episode too, which is really cool. I love doing follow-up questions because then I can actually know like where, where are the holes? Where are the gaps? What more do you want to learn? So I love it. If you're also new here, Don't forget to leave a rating and review for the show. Everyone who leaves a rating and review actually gets a little goodie bag surprise sent right to their mailbox. And it doesn't matter if you live in the States or if you live in Mexico or England or Russia or New Zealand. It does not matter. I am packaging up by hand a little goodie bag and sending it to your house. So if you have not left a rating and review, do that. And then you can upload a screenshot to birthworker.com slash review. And that's where you're going to leave me your address so I can send you that little goodie bag. So do that if you have not already. All right. The first question that we have today is, hey, Kylie, I'm a little nervous to jump into birth work full time. How can I get over this fear? All right. So the first thing I want to say is that fear And especially fear of failure is so common and so natural. I mean, especially if you're making a a really big career change and especially if you're doing something that like you've never done before. So if you came to me and you had created like five super successful businesses in the past and now you want to pivot to birth work, I can guarantee that you wouldn't have this feeling because you've done it before. You've done it five times with other with other niches, with other businesses. But if this is the first time that you're doing anything like this, there's nothing in your life that is like proving to you that you can do it. So it actually takes a whole lot of trust when you're just getting started for the first time. And a lot of time that fear, that fear of jumping in, whether it's like, leaving your nine to five or just like really committing to this or, you know, spending a lot of time away from your family and your newborn up in your office, like actually working on content. The fear of doing that 
oftentimes stems from that uncertainty, from that unknown, the, the, the portion where it's like I'm jumping into something new that I've never done before. And let me just tell you, I totally had this. Like I had like debilitating fear and disbelief and imposter syndrome when I was starting because I was new. I had never done anything like this before. And I clearly remember like the times where people would ask me like, oh, what do you do for work? And I remember being like, oh, I'm a stay-at-home mom. Oh, I don't do anything. I'm just a mom. And I remember Barry, my partner, would always like look over at me and be like, um, you literally have your own business. And I just remember being like, well, yeah, but like, it's not really like paying a lot of the bills yet. Or like, I don't, I don't, I don't really believe in it yet. Or like, I'm nervous to tell people about it. And so that is like such a real thing. So if you're in that place right now, where it's like, you feel like you don't really have anything to show for it. Therefore, like, you don't even really want to tell people that you have a business. That is so completely normal. And you will get past it. I remember another story is we we go to my father-in-law's house like every single week, every single Sunday for dinner. We've done it since like literally the week after I met Barry, I started going to his dad's house for dinner and he has, you know, been there through it all. So I just remember when he found out that I have this business and every single week he would always ask me, you know, how is business going? And I just remember those, those very first couple of months, it was like, yeah, like nobody's reached out since I talked to you last. Like nobody else has hired me since I talked to you last. And there was a part of me that was like, oh my God, can you please just stop asking? Like, this is so awkward to tell you that like nothing is working. Uh, and he's been there through everything. So I've, I've been with Barry for over five years. So yeah, he's been with me through through everything, uh, my father-in-law. And I remember like launching my first ebook and like telling him that I was creating it. And then the next week and then the week after, the week after, how's it going? Well, there's no sales. There's no sales. <laughs> Just this feeling of, oh my God, stop asking me. But over time, it was like, so cool that he did keep asking because eventually it was like, hey, I, I sold two ebooks this week or I got hired by three different clients this week or I attended three births this week or I sold 40 courses this week or I had my first, you know, $10,000 month. All of those really fun milestones, I was able to celebrate with him and just with my family. And so if if you are at the point where you like don't even really want to talk about these things, I want to urge you to talk about them now because then <laughs> later on when you feel like you are successful and you have clients and you have community and maybe you have courses or ebooks, you can actually celebrate with those people that have been there with, with you from the very beginning. It's so much more fun to do it that way than to just like randomly show up and be like, yeah, like I have this super successful business. It never it never was hard. It's like, no, like let's let's actually be real. Let's share the struggles. It just makes the the successes that much more sweet. Now, something else that I want you to do, the person who asked this question, they didn't leave their name, but what I want you to do is I want you to reframe your past failures as learning experiences or learning opportunities. And so I very shamelessly tell the story of the time I launched an ebook and like really like no one really bought it for about six months. And then six months after that, up to 97 people were buying it per month. I was making like $3,000 per month from this ebook. And it's because it failed at first 
that I got to a place where I learned and I, I pivoted and I changed the titles and I changed the prices and I, I got better at marketing. And I learned all of these things that got me really to the place I am today where we're selling way more than like 97 of anything every month. And we're not just selling like $27 ebooks. I say we because I have a team now, but we're not just selling $27 ebooks. We're selling, you know, $4,000 business bundles. And I wouldn't be able to get here if I didn't have that first failure, that first flop of that ebook. So if anyone here is listening to this feeling a little bit nervous to jump into birth work full time, maybe because like something is not working or last time you tried to do this, it didn't work out. Just know that like every single failure, quote unquote failure that you have is the stepping stone that is going to get you to the place that you want to go. It's not like you're going to, you know, automatically instantly be fully booked in person. It's not like you're going to create a childbirth education course and it's going to completely sell out the first time. And to be honest, we don't want it to. How boring would that be? <laughs> that would that would suck. That would it would not be helpful to like teach you and, and help you learn and help you grow as a human and as a doula and probably as a mom. So just reframe that in your mind. And then also build that support network. So if you are feeling nervous to jump into birth work full time, I can bet that you are not supported with a ton of people, by a ton of people, who have gone into birth work and jumped into birth work full time. But if you can surround yourself with other people who are doing the thing that you want to do and who have been through what you're going through now, people who are one step, two step, three steps ahead of you, that is going to completely transform your life. And I'm going to stop there because that question's a little bit like the third question or what, what I'm about to go into is a little bit like the third question. So we're going to, I'm going to answer question number two and then we're going to scoot back. So today, question number two is actually a follow-up question from last week. Remember last Friday, we talked about having like multiple niches or having like two different groups of people and, and not really understanding if you should combine your business or keep your business separate. This person specifically wanted to know about combining social media accounts or keeping social media accounts separate. So she was a little bit confused on whether she should have two social media accounts or one. And this is a question that even my students ask me all of the freaking time. And I feel like I have uh, some experience with this being someone who does have two accounts, knowing, to be honest, just knowing how hard it is to run two accounts. So I'll answer the question and then I'll tell a little bit about my journey with this. So the person who asked this question, her her different niches, she says, are parenting, consulting, and sleep training. And to be honest, I actually don't think that those are necessarily like two totally separate different niches. <laughs> because when you're doing sleep training, you're helping parents. Like sleep training is kind of like under this like parenting consulting umbrella. So to be honest, it's like so clear to me that this is one business, one website, one social media account because you are serving parents. So I hope that helps you and I hope that actually like relieves some stress. So I hope you feel like you don't need to like constantly pump out a bunch of content for two different Instagram accounts, one for like parenting consulting and then one for sleep training. No, just one business, one social media account, one website. And then within that, you have multiple different packages or different offers. So just like me at birthworker.com, we we have a doula training program, which is very different than our advanced business program. 
But just because we have a doula training program for people who are new or newish or aspiring doulas, and just because we also have an advanced business program doesn't mean I need two website for, websites for those or two social medias for those. It's all serving the same group of people. It's all serving doulas at different points in their journey. Just like the person who asked this question, you're still serving parents just at different points in their journey. So very clear to me. Keep the same account. Now, for me, just to give you guys a little story, <laughs> I have my Instagram, The Autonomy Mommy, which is the Instagram account that grew my business. So that is the account where I became, you know, a booked out doula. I hosted workshops online for parents, you know, home birth workshops, autonomous birth workshops, birth plan workshops. I created Autonomous Birth Academy, which was my big comprehensive birth course. I created my eBooks. All of that was done when I was posting on that account like three times per day every day. Now, I grew that account over over two years. I grew that account to about 20,000 followers. And that was like my bread and butter. That was like my only account. It was fantastic. I loved it. I posted personal stuff, business stuff, birthy stuff, all of it. And actually, when I say business stuff, I just mean like my – like I. I was trying to get clients from that account, like as a doula. <laughs> so I wasn't like coaching people on business or anything. This was this was multiple years ago. And I grew that account and my followers were mostly moms because that's the content that I was creating. I was creating a lot of birth content. I was creating a lot of parenting, postpartum content, things like that. So when I decided to start creating our doula training program and when I pivoted my niche, so instead of serving moms, pregnant moms, I started serving other doulas. And I I made this, I just want to say I made this transition slowly. But at this point, I pretty much only serve doulas. So I still attend births in person. Not many, but I do. But I don't have like birth courses anymore. I don't do birth coaching anymore. I don't host birth workshops anymore. I'm only doing stuff for doulas now beyond in-person birth support when the client is super aligned. Um, that's a whole nother conversation. Um, so when I decided to create our doula training program and this podcast, eventually I knew I needed to create a new social media account because the 20,000, 30,000 followers I had on my, the autonomy mommy account were moms, majority, majority of them were moms. And so my more business focused or doula focused content wasn't doing as well based on how the social media Instagram algorithm works, which also, if you guys are interested in that, ask birthworker.com slash ask ask a question about the algorithm i'm happy to teach you guys if you're interested so what i did is i created another instagram account called birthworker podcast and i had talked with a couple of friends of mine who also have podcasts when deciding to create that account um, to be honest i wanted to snag the instagram handle just birthworker but someone has it and <laughs> they uh they did not they're not using it but someone has it and they did not want to uh, pass it over to me so I went with Birthburger Podcast. Now, in doing that, I now had two different accounts that I need to make make content for. And just so you guys know, <laughs> that is hard. That is not easy. Creating content takes a lot of time. And then to create two different types of content for two different accounts just wasn't something that I was interested in. Now, on the last episode or last week, I think I had mentioned that I don't really have to post on social media anymore. Like, I have a big enough following and enough referrals and enough SEO mojo from Google and my podcast. Like I, I could like literally stop posting on Instagram and still 
have clients. Um, I think what I said is like uh, my Instagram account went down by like thousands of followers in the last year and like we're, we're doing better than ever. When I say that, I mean the Autonomy Mommy Instagram account has really not grown and to be honest, lost thousands of followers probably over the last like two years or so. It has not gone up in followers in two years because, drum roll, I decided that it's not worth having two accounts and putting my energy into two accounts. So I decided to give my energy 100% to the Birth Worker Podcast account, which in the last two years has grown by 6,000 followers. So it's okay if like you need to pivot and create a new account if you are changing niches completely. But for the majority of people, you can just combine them into one niche. Um, now, if you have more questions like specifically on like what you should do based on your niche or like your personal account, should you combine them? Definitely leave a question and I can answer that next week on the podcast if you have that question. Uh, moral of the story is creating for two different accounts is really, really hard. So if you could focus on one, that would be fantastic. The reason I decided to focus on just Birth Burger Podcast Instagram account is because we don't have programs, offers anymore just for moms. Like we only have courses, programs, coaching, etc., community membership, all of that for doulas. So it didn't make sense for me to put up a ton of my time and energy into something that just wasn't like aligned with my my current business. And as scary as it can feel to like see the followers go down on that original account, it doesn't matter, right? Like I said, like I'm not here to get followers. Like I'm here to get students and impact people and and grow my business. And honestly, followers at this point have nothing to do with my ability to do that. So if you get to this point, I want you to be able to disconnect your desire for followers from your actual mission, which can be really hard because you better believe the first couple years of my business, like I really only cared about followers because that was like the metric that was growing and I could measure. But once you cross that threshold into like legitimate business owner, uh, you start to realize the things that actually matter and the things that don't. All right, let's jump into question number three. I feel like that last question could be a whole podcast episode. Question number three is less of a question and more of like an existential crisis. <laughs> so this person ba- basically says, Kylie, I feel like I'm too advanced for newbie business courses, but totally too new for like the next level of business courses. So this person says, I feel stuck in like the in-between space. She went on to say that she's even been thinking about joining the birth worker community, but she's just not sure if it's going to be too advanced for her. So she's like, Kylie, like, what do I do next? So if you have ever felt like you're in this in-between space where it's like, you know, the basics, so you are ready to move on to something more, but then you jump into something more and you're like, holy crap, like maybe I didn't know the basics as much as I thought I did. Just know that you are definitely not alone. Now, my biggest piece of advice for anyone going through this is to still put yourself in those rooms and in those spaces where you feel like you are behind. Because if you can get into a room where you are like the dumbest one in the room, just imagine how much you can learn from everybody else, right? I love being the dumbest one in the room. I love it. I love it so much more than being the smartest one in the room. Because if I'm the smartest one in the room, you know, who is going to like propel me forward? Who is going to like help me see things in ways that I haven't seen them before? 
it's hard, right? A lot of times you want to be with people who are one, two, three steps ahead of you. So if you are finding yourself in communities where you are constantly and consistently like the one who is the most advanced, I don't want you to like leave them per se, like especially if they're your friends. But I just want to ask you, like, are you sure that that's where you want to spend your time? And a really good example of this is when I started, when I started like the online portion of my business. So when I started really taking seriously like Instagram content, um, started creating freebies and stuff like that, I would be in free Facebook groups answering other people's questions all of the time. And I got to a point where I said to myself, wait a second, like, why am I the one like answering everyone else's questions? And where do I go to to get my questions answered? Now, I definitely think it is really, really important for you to give back to the people who are one, two, three steps behind you. This is like the circle of business. But also, I want you to be able to go to those people ahead of you to ask them questions. So if you feel like you're in this weird in-between and you're not sure what to do, I urge you to do the scary thing and make the jump and go put yourself in that community with people who are one, two, three steps ahead of you. And that's one of the reasons why I love the community that I've created so, so much. Uh, In the last like week, we've hit 300 members inside of our community, which is wild. Uh, I remember when I launched it just maybe two years ago, and I think when we launched it, we had maybe 40 members, which I was so excited about because honestly, that's huge too, but just 300 is wild. So pinch me, please. But that's one of the reasons I love birth worker community because there are so many people that come into it that are at those newbie levels. But as people go through our programs and really specifically, like this question was really about business. So really when people join our membership or community and they go through our business program, which is called the Doulapreneur Method, they grow. And some people grow really, really fast. I have a couple people on my mind, you know who you are. And so it's really cool for then those new newbies to come in and see like how far these other people have gotten who've been in the community for six months, one year, two years. And the newbies can then look up to those people and, and not only see what's possible, but also get support. So our community comes with a Slack channel. It's kind of like a Facebook group, but it's like a like a forum essentially where you can ask questions. And I love it. I love when I see new people who are working on things for the first time, like their websites or their freebies or their offers, and they're posting in the Slack community for feedback. And then I get to see those those other people who are one, two, three steps ahead giving feedback on what those newbies should do. So cool. It's like, That is definitely my biggest pinch me moment is to seeing uh, the more advanced people and then the new people collaborate together. Uh, We have people that come into our community that literally don't have a social media following or a website yet. And those are some things that I teach inside that core program that I have. Uh, We also have people that come into our community that are fully booked out in person and have been doulas or even midwives for 10 or 20 plus years, but they're just deciding that they want to pivot online. So that's another example of someone who has so much experience in person, but knows nothing about email lists or freebies or funnels or anything like that. And then we also have people in our community who have 100,000 or 200,000 followers on Instagram and TikTok, and they've launched courses, um, and they have just built a super successful all-around business, booked out in person, selling courses online, coaching people virtually, have group coaching programs, all of that stuff. 
So it's almost like no matter where you come into our community, there are going to be people a few steps ahead of you where you can pick their brain. And then there's also that community of people who are just getting started. So it's it's just such a cool collaboration effort. That's what it is, a really cool collaboration effort. If you've been thinking of jumping into the Birthworker community, you can grab the link in the show notes or just go to birthworker.com slash community to learn more. We are constantly adding things to support our new members. So since the community is growing so fast, it gives us the resources to pour our energy into the community. So at this point, we are doing three coaching calls per week. There's a, a business coaching call with me, a birthwork or doula coaching call. There is a, a more mindset self-development coaching call. There's also a copywriting coach. So my copywriter does audits and gives you feedback on your emails and your website and your social media captions. We also have monthly workshops, monthly guest speakers. There is a portal that has tips and and advice and video replays for you. And then there's also uh, something that I just added recently, which is thousands of Canva templates. So you never have to create a slide deck from scratch, social media posts from scratch, PDFs, handouts, anything like that. You never have to do that from scratch again. You can use all of our templates that we have uh, curated for you. So super excited about that. Now, if you're like, okay, that sounds great, Kelly, but I actually need a little bit more. Like I, I need the framework. Like I still like don't really know what I'm doing. Whether that's like, I don't know how to support birth in person, or I want to create a childbirth education course and I don't know what to do, or what's a freebie, what's a funnel, how do I put it all together? (laughs) If that's you, just know that if you join any of our core training programs, you actually get access to our community for an entire year for free. So you basically join our program, get the framework in pre-recorded videos, and then you can come every single week to three coaching calls and ask your questions live to not only me, but to your other coaches. So really, truly hands-on mentoring support for an entire year for free when you join our doula training, our childbirth educator training, or our business coaching programs. So no matter where you're starting, no matter where you are today, just know that we have something that can help you. And if you ever feel nervous or unsure of which step to take, feel free to DM me. I'm in my DMs literally seven days per week having conversations with other amazing doulas. And I would love to chat with you and just make sure that whatever next step you take is the right next step for you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. I will see you guys back here next week on Wednesday. 